Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Hello and welcome to the Gateway Church Cymru podcast. Uh, my name's Luke Morgan. I'm the pastor of Gateway Church Cymru and I just want to say thank you first of all for listening into this podcast. Usually uh, we upload our sermons, Sunday sermons, onto our website through this podcast, but this week we've had some troubles in our building due to central heating issues and so we weren't in the main room this week and we weren't able to record Sunday morning's message but I thought I'd go ahead anyway and and share that message again that I shared on Sunday morning and I just pray that this message will encourage somebody today and uh, the series that we've been going through on a Sunday morning is called Building People. On Vision Sunday, the first Sunday of the year, I shared the vision which uh, God had laid on my heart for us as a church for 2020 and beyond and that word was building for the future. We believe that God's going to do mighty, great and mighty things within our church, but it all begins by building us up, the people, in the most holy faith. It's a, I, I really believe it's about us as the people getting back to God and putting God first in our lives, getting our lives right, getting back to the basics and putting Jesus first. You know, everything begins with seeking God. And, and last time I shared that the first brick that we need to lay and the most important priority of every single believer is the altar. And the altar is the place where we grow in our relationship with God. And three things happen at the altar. At the altar, the altar is the place of communion, where we get alone with God, where we pray, where we read the Bible, where we draw closer to God. But also it's the time where he speaks to us through his word and by his spirit and he just ministers into our needs and where we're at. The second thing that happens at the altar is consecration. It's where we surrender our lives. It's, it's where we die to self and give ourselves wholeheartedly to him and ask him to come and be Lord in our lives and lead us and guide us through each day. And the third thing that happens at the altar is commission. It's where we discover God's work of direction and empowerment. And so these three things happen at the altar and I spoke about these over the last couple of weeks and you can catch up with those messages again on our website through our podcast. But today and uh, over the next couple of weeks I'm going to be continuing talking about building this personal altar in our lives and how we can build this personal altar in our lives. And so if you've got a Bible with you, I don't know whether you have your Bible with you right now or, or whatever, but if you've got a Bible, can you jump over to Matthew chapter 6? And we're going to read verse 5 to 13 together. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 to 13. And I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. And this is Jesus speaking. Uh, he's doing. He, this is the Sermon on the Mount. Probably one of the greatest sermons of all time, if not the greatest sermon of all time. And here Jesus is teaching his disciples and all the crowds that have gathered around to listen to him. And he says this in Matthew 6, verse 5 to 13. He says, when you pray... Don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the road that they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't bob Babylon as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. 
Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask Him. Pray like this instead. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And do not lead us, let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. You know, as I just said, every single one of us as Christians, as believers, we all need to have a personal altar which we come to every day. Here in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. You know, after following Jesus for some time, the disciples would have seen and known Jesus' daily schedule and priorities. I'm sure that even after being with him for just a short period of time, they they discovered that Jesus' first priority above everything else was actually to go and spend time with his heavenly Father. They could see that Jesus had a strong personal altar. I know it was it was from that place of communion with his Father and surrender to the will of his Father that Jesus would receive his daily mission. You know, Jesus didn't just accidentally stumble across these towns or just go go about his day and just see him where he turned up. Jesus knew specifically and exactly where he would go because he had received the will of his Father. He received direction from his Father. You know, one morning of prayer, it gave Jesus a whole day of authority. You know, we see Jesus going out uh, performing miracles, healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead. Jesus did all these incredible things, speaking about the kingdom of heaven. But he did this with authority. I know this authority, this godly authority only comes when we come to the Lord by the altar, where we come and surrender our lives and commune with him and, and receive his will for our lives. I know the disciples, they would have picked up on that. As I said, they would have got to know Jesus, they would have known his patterns, his daily routines, and they picked up on that. I know it's interesting, we read here in Matthew chapter 6, that the disciples, they didn't want to know how to preach, or they didn't want to know how to perform miracles. What they wanted to learn was how to pray. They saw that the altar was the foundation to everything else that Jesus did. This time of prayer, this time alone with God, this, this where he would remove himself and go up to a mountainside or, or whatever. But that place where he, he would get away and spend time with his father, they learned that that was the secret to everything that Jesus did. You know, I'm sure they, you know, they knew that, that Jesus was God and he was able to do these things. But yet, Jesus modelled this to the disciples and he's modelling it to you and I today as followers of him today. And you know, we need... Uh, uh, Jesus, you know, he gives some practical guidelines to the disciples and to help them out and help them build this personal altar. And he outlines three things that they need to have a, a good time with God. I know we need these three things as well if we're going to build a personal altar and grow our relationship with God. And the first thing that we need is a quiet place. Number one is a quiet place. It says in verse five and six, Jesus says, when you pray, Don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. Jesus is saying that we need to have a quiet place 
where it's just us and God. You know, for me, it's, it's my living room. Every morning, me and my wife, we get up at 6.30. Uh, while my wife, Chloe, while she's getting ready for work, I go downstairs and I feed our dog, first of all, our dog, Charlie. I make myself a cup of tea. And then I spend some time in the living room. I go to the living room with my cup of tea. I take my Bible with me. And I just spend some time praying and, and reading my Bible. And it's maybe just for around about 45 minutes to an hour or so. But it's just time for, for me and God. That's my quiet place. But I wonder, where's your quiet place? It may be your bedroom. Maybe your kitchen, your, your office. Or maybe it's your car on a lunchtime. Or maybe it is up on the mountain. Maybe you want to be a cop, exactly copy like Jesus, you know. But wherever it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where it is. All that Jesus is saying here is that if the first thing that we need to build into our lives, if we're going to build that altar, is we need to have a quiet place. And the reason for this is because our lives can be so busy, chaotic and and loud. You know, there are so many things that are trying to distract us and and take us away from spending time with God and, 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 you know, just spending time with him and drawing near to him. And Jesus knows that. Jesus, you know, he was often surrounded by the crowds and people were always trying to pull his, uh, draw near to him to get his attention and get him, get him to do this and do that. And so Jesus, he set it, he went to a place and he found a quiet place where it was just him and his father. And Jesus knows it's the same for us. We can get distracted and there are many things that are trying to grab our attention, especially in the time which we are living in. And so he says every day, just find a quiet place where you can shut out the world. I wonder, where's your quiet place? If you haven't already got one, then then find one. Find a place where you can just get alone, where it is just you and just God. The second thing we need if we're going to build a personal altar is a quiet time. Again, verse 5 and 6, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that that is all the reward that they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. You know, Jesus is saying here that the religious people, these Pharisees, these hypocrites, they they like to pray and they, these are a, a religious people who like to show off and draw attention to themselves. And, and so they like to pray at a time and a place where everyone can see them. He's saying here that they don't have that quiet time with God. The only time that they spend with God is in the public place where everyone can see them and they can boast about how great they are and how religious they are. However, Jesus says to find a quiet place and a quiet time where it's just you and just him. You know, like I said, the best time for me is, is that hour at the start of the day where it is just me and him. You know, back in the day, I'm sure many of the pastors and preachers would have told you or you'd have heard people say that you have to spend time with God first thing in the morning, otherwise God won't listen. You know, that's simply not true. I would encourage you to spend time in the morning, of course I would, before your day begins. And I'd encourage you to do that, to give your day to God, give him your fears, your concerns, your worries, and ask him to come and and lead you throughout that day. You know, I've often found that when I seek God in the morning, you know, it doesn't make my day any better, but I, I really do sense his presence and his help throughout that day. It doesn't mean that I won't face difficulties or struggles, but I sense his nearness in a greater way. However, I do want to say 
that God isn't just list, uh, limited to the morning. You know, for someone listening to, the, to this today, you know, maybe because of work or because of school or just because of how you're wired, maybe the best time for you is the night. Or maybe it's midday or maybe it's evening or maybe it's, you know, break time in the morning. I don't know when when the best time is for you, when you can have a, a quiet time with God. But it doesn't matter. That's fine also. All that Jesus is teaching us here is that we must set aside some time, some quiet time each day where we can seek him and where he can speak to us. And, you know, something that I learned and something I heard is as a young Christian, Something that I was taught was was something called the first 15. And if you've not done this before, if you've not spent time with God before, or something that you just struggle with, I encourage you to spend, start your day by just spending 15 minutes with him. Or just try and find 15 minutes throughout the day. But I'm going to say first 15. Spend the first 15 minutes of your day with God. And it can be broken down into this. You can spend five minutes praying five minutes reading the Bible, and five minutes thanking him and worshipping him. It's not long. I'm sure every single one of us can afford at least 15 minutes a day where we can give it to God. And before long, you know, as, as you start spending time with God, as you start reading the word, as you grow in your relationship with him, I can guarantee you that you'll want to spend more and more time with him. But all Jesus is saying is that we need to have a quiet time. And finally, the third thing, that Jesus says that we need if we're going to build a personal altar. is a quiet place, quiet time. And the third thing, and I think this is key, a quiet heart. Listen to what he says in verse 7 and 8. He says, when you pray, don't babble on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask him. You know, Jesus is saying here that God knows exactly what we need and what's going on in our lives. So we don't have to keep babbling on before him. We don't have to keep presenting our shopping list of requests before him. You know, our lives can be so full of so many things going on. You know, our minds can be running at 100 miles an hour. We're thinking of all these different things that are happening in our lives. And Jesus is saying here, you know, like these religious people, we don't have to keep going on and on. You know, even though our lives fall, but when we come before him, Jesus says to you and he encourages us here that, that God knows, he knows exactly what we need before we even need to ask. So sometimes the best thing we can do is when we come into his presence, is quiet our hearts. You know, Psalm 46 verse 10 says this, be still and know that I am God. I want to encourage someone listening to this today that don't rush into his presence. Spend some time quiet in your heart before you open up your Bible. You know, before you open your Bible, I encourage you to pray. And spend a little time just quiet in your heart, asking God to silence all these voices that are going on in your heart and in your head. So that you, that his voice would be the only voice that you hear. That his voice would be clear to you. Quiet your heart before him. And when you do that, then ask, begin to lay your request before him. Get into his word, open up his word. And take some time to listen what he is actually saying to you. You know, he knows us better than we know ourselves. As Psalm 139 tells us, you know, you can read about that, but it says every day of our lives have been written in his book. He knows everything, our thoughts, everything about us. And so I want to encourage you today, trust and give him your life and all that's going on. Quiet your heart, be still and know that he is God. 
You know, as we come to a conclusion of this message, I wonder, have you built these three things into your life? Then if you haven't, you can begin today. These are just the first three things that we need in order to have a personal altar. They are a quiet place, a quiet time and a quiet heart. And in the next message, we're going to look at two two key things, two fundamental things that need to take place at the altar. And so I just pray today that this message would encourage you. I pray that you will start setting some time aside with God. And, you know, as I said, everything begins with seeking God. And when we put him first in our lives, you know, as Jesus said, everything else will be added to us. So I pray that you know his help. Pray that he'll help you in these things and you'll know God's blessing and God's peace today. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.